You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. How are y'all doing out there? What are we talking about today? Today I want to talk to you about flirting. Flirting is what I say the necessity to build attraction or build tension when you are with a woman, when you meet a woman for the first time, whether it be on a date, whether it be on an approach, or you meet her in person somewhere, you need to be flirting. You need to be building the tension in order to drive an emotional reaction. Okay, so I need you to understand that when you're with the woman and you're able to spike her emotions, this is going to be the start of building attraction. So you know that that term nice guy? I'm sure you've heard that before. Like, oh, he's such a nice guy or nice guys finish last or people referring themselves as to nice guys and, oh, nice guys don't get the girl. The reason why that is, and I do believe that is true, the reason why that is is because a nice guy is basically acting neutral. He's not spiking any emotions. Now, I'm not saying, nor have I ever said, nor will I say that you need to be mean or the opposite of nice to build attraction. But what you do need to do is you need to spike some emotion. My theory is that being nice all the time is something that you see. You just see people, strangers, everyone's kind of being nice. It's like white noise. Being nice is white noise. And then when someone comes along and does something a little bit different, that can help spike attraction. But let's get back into flirting here. Flirting is building tension through your communication. And that could be through your verbal communication or your subcommunication. And so what I want to go over today is some references to some studies that have talked about it. And then examples of things that you can do to flirt with the woman. And then how do you actually get better at the process of flirting with women? So that's what we're going to go over today. And I also want to dive into some questions. I know guys have been writing in to trip at tripadvice.com, my email, and leaving questions. So we'll dive into that. But first, flirting. There have been a lot of different studies done on flirting. One very famous psychologist, Dr. Monica Moore, she talks about flirting quite a bit. She's a psychologist at Webster University. Well, at least she once was. Not sure if she is anymore, but she was working there. She's done different studies. And what she concluded was that it's not the most physically appealing people who end up getting approached. This is her words but the ones who signal their availability and confidence through basic flirting techniques, such as eye contact and smiling. Just signaling your interest in someone gets you halfway there, whether you're a man or a woman. And so that's what flirting is. Flirting is subtle interest as opposed to overt interest. That's what flirting is. It's subtle interest. And I believe 
that tease, that subtle interest versus the overt interest is what gets someone more attracted because you're sitting there thinking, or at least you're subconsciously thinking, that this person may or may not have interest. And the whole act of not knowing for 100% sure intrigues you, keeps you in, spikes those emotions. I believe that works on both men and women as well. I don't know about you, but have you ever had a girl flirt with you and you don't know 100% if she's interested in you. You only know 100% if she goes and starts making out with you out of nowhere or tells you. So you think you know, but you're not 100% sure. It starts to spike the emotions for you, doesn't it? What about for women? So the women, it's happening on the same level. But I believe it's even more important for a woman because the idea is you want to build tension. And what's the opposite of tension? It's release. So you're really holding back exactly what you're thinking. You're being more mysterious. And that, again, spikes the emotions. So something I like to say and what I like to teach is that men are more logical, women are more emotional. And I should even mention that there is another study, and I can definitely put that in the show notes for you guys, that talks about the limbic system that's the part of the brain that processes emotions, is actually bigger in a woman's brain. So what does that mean? That means that that part processes emotions. Women tend to be more emotional. You know, it's interesting. It's really hard to have this conversation in a PC world. You say that and it's going to get people just flying off their handles. But I think that when people talk about this idea and we're going to go on a tangent here, but it's worth saying, this idea of toxic masculinity, I just think it's an exaggerated version which makes it unhealthy of the fact that men are more logical, women are more emotional. So I don't think that it's this patriarchy. I don't think that it's society that has created men to be that way and women to be that way in the sense where you know, you're going to see more women crying, for example, than men crying. I think that that's an exaggerated thing. So I do believe that there is some sort of, I'm using their words, the society's words of toxic masculinity where, yeah, there's definitely a form of teaching our guys that emotions are not okay or to man up and all that stuff. But I do believe that on a very basic level, and I'd say I believe it's according to the things I've read, that men do naturally process, or I should say exert, less emotions than women. Now, there's also studies that I've read that show that men and women do process the same amount of emotions. But again, I'm more talking about this idea of who's exerting more of those emotions. I just don't believe that all these men out there who are sucking up their emotions, it's all because of what society has taught them. But anyway, that's just some of my thoughts. Going back to what we're talking about with flirting is that Women need that tension. They need that guy being a challenge, not overtly showing too much interest to build attraction. So ways to do that, well, said earlier, really good eye contact. Smiling, although I'd be careful with smiling. I think smiling is even better done when maybe you're teasing her or you're saying something to her that's kind of a joke, and then smiling, 
but not just sitting there with a smile on your face the whole time. Looks kind of funny, right? And then touching. Touching. So what does that mean? That is a shoulder tap, a handshake, a touch around the shoulder, a touch around the waist, a touch on the forearm, or a face touch. That usually doesn't happen unless you're kissing a woman. Also, maybe not the best idea to touch a woman's face, especially when she has makeup on. I think it's going to it's going to hurt your chances of uh, of flirting and building attraction. But it's crazy that research has actually shown that a light touch on the arm makes a man more successful in getting a woman's number. This is done from a social influence study that talks about the effective touch on women's behavior. Just wild how much this stuff really works. Behavior. Behavior is what's most attractive to women. One of the reasons why, and research has shown this, is that men are who are perceived of higher status, those are the guys who are seemingly more attractive to them. And of course, where does status come from? It comes from your behavior, your confidence, your leadership, your dominance. That's where all this is coming from. So yes, looks, of course, do matter to some degree, but it does not get you all the way there. Status does help a lot. And then behavior. So you don't even have to have actual high status, but it's good to have the behavior of a man who has high status. That's why women always say confidence is what's attractive. Maybe you hear that a lot. You hear it from me, but you hear it from women too. They say, I like a guy who's confident. You got to compare this to what men say as well so you can really understand it, right? How often do you hear a guy go, oh man, she was so hot, she was so confident? Very rarely. You might hear that, oh yeah, the girl was confident, but you're never hearing from guys, that's why they were attracted to a woman. That's because men are more attracted to a woman's physical identity, what she looks like, physical attributes. Dr. David Buss, who is a evolutionary biologist, talks about this a lot. He talks about mating signals and the fact that men are looking for women who they find more physically attractive and women in terms of attractive behavior or a man who has what's called resources. And again, it's not necessarily even having these resources. That's what's very interesting. Of course, if you are rich, women are going to be attracted to that. But you can also have behavior of a person who does have resources because a person who's going to have more resources naturally had to be confident somewhere, had to be a leader somewhere, had to be assertive somewhere. So what's even best is putting all these together. It would be awesome if you did have more resources, if you were really good or had more money. It would be great if you could make yourself look your most attractive with style and grooming. And the most important of them all is working on your behavior or inner qualities to get a woman attracted. And one of those behaviors is flirting. So you see how this all ties together. And I talk about my TED system, Tension Entertainment Dominance. I talk about that a lot here on the podcast because that's a system for attraction, building tension. So tension is part of the TED system and tension is flirting. It is eye contact. It is building a emotional response from her. And that's what really gets her attracted. Got to spike emotions. That's why nice guys don't go very far. 
I go back to my history of when I was in college, when I was in high school, and I remember that I was the nice guy. That was my way because, and I'm sure most of you relate to this because what else did you know? You thought, oh, you'd be nice to people. They like you. We were taught that. If you just be nice, be helpful, be sweet, be there for them, they're going to like you. Now, again, it doesn't mean that you have to be a jerk, but I will say you should not necessarily be there for a woman all the time. I know that sounds gamey, but naturally you shouldn't be there for them anyways all the time. You need to be doing your own things and have your own life. If you drop everything to be with a woman, that, my friend, is unnatural. That is gamey. I believe that it's more gamey to be dropping everything and being there for a woman so she can cry to you and tell you all her problems. Again, this is me talking about you being a nice guy in the friend zone. That is you playing that game. But the real life version of building attraction should just be what naturally you'd be doing. Building your empire, focusing on you, on your personal development, on your wealth and resources, on your health. Those are the things that you need to be working on. And when a woman knows that you're working on those things, that makes you more attractive. So how are you going to work on this? What are the practical steps? What's the how-to? So I want you to focus on a few things when you're going out and talking to women, whether on dates or meeting her in person, is you're going to work on eye contact. You're going to work on being a challenge. What does that mean? That means that you're going to actually tell her what you're looking for. You're going to say, I like a woman who, and then fill in the blank with the kind of woman you're looking for. This subcommunicates to her that you're a challenge. And women want to know, and this is also subconscious. It's crazy how interesting this is and how it all works. Women want to know, and women become attracted when they know that you have options, that other women want you. Yes, that is called social proof. And that has also been proven. That people want something, especially women in this case, that are desirable. For women, it's interesting. What this does is this says to her, because a woman needs more time to be attracted to a man. So it says to her that, oh, there is behavior over there that's attractive. See, a guy doesn't need that. He knows from just looking at her. But for a woman, it saves time. So it communicates to her, oh, other women are into him, so there must be something about him. That's social proof. And you can signal social proof by just being more of a challenge to her. Another way of doing this is withholding compliments. Kind of similar to what I was saying before. It seems, oh, that seems gamey. Well, I think it seems gamey to overcompliment or even compliment a girl. Because I don't think you really are doing that out of the kindness of your heart. I think you're doing that so she has a reaction so she likes you. So that doesn't even seem very honest, does it? So withholding compliments does help because every other guy is complimenting her. So again, you might think, wow, that seems harsh. It's not being mean. You're not saying that she's ugly. You're not insulting her. You're just withholding the compliments. This will make you stand out from other men. Now, how do you actually go out there and practice this? Well, a lot of guys will try to do it all at once. And what I do in my coaching program is I help them. Help them when I say them. It's the guys who are in the coaching program. 
Break this down and do one thing at a time. So that's what I want you to do. That's the best thing you could do. Break this down one thing at a time. If you go out there and try to work on everything at once, because you're dealing with a part of anxiety in your brain that's happening, because there's always some anxiety around talking to women, the fact that you're dealing with that is going to make all this harder. That's why I want you to focus on one thing at a time. You want to focus on one aspect at a time. So you don't need to go out there and say, okay, I'm going to do all these flirting moves. I'm going to practice flirting. Just pick one. And even more important too is just this idea of practicing. I don't even know if people necessarily take these concepts and go, oh, okay, yeah, I need to practice this. That's right. That's right. I need to actually go out there and take this and practice it. Well, you can. And that's the way that you're going to get good. And that's what most guys don't do. So I want you to do that. Pick one aspect of flirting, whether it's touch, whether it's eye contact, whether it's withholding compliments, whether it's being a challenge, whether it's teasing. Take one of those and then use them as you're going out and talking to women. Hope that helps. And I want you to get results and see for yourself. Because what's most important, other than hearing me say it or back it up by scientific studies, what's most important is you going and trying this for yourself and seeing if it works for you. Of course, if you need help, you can always join the coaching program. That is the program that sponsors this podcast, so I can get this podcast out to you for free. And if you need to get more help in this area, if you want to learn more of the concepts of flirting and how it applies to you and how you can go out there and use them where you feel you need help in this area, whether you're 18 or 60 years old, we help you. Join the program or at least get some more information about it. Go to coachedbytrip.com and you're going to see there there's a video where you can hear me speak about the program. There's also some text there where you can learn about the program and then even better, you can look at the testimonials the real-life examples of guys who have joined the program and have gotten amazing results, all at coachedbytrip.com. Again, that's coachedbytrip.com. Link is in the show notes. Go ahead and go over there if you need help with taking this and implementing it to your lifestyle and being a guy that becomes more attractive to women and knows how to trigger that attraction and spike those emotions and also get rid of that nice guy tendency and and that friend zone behavior. All right, why don't we dive into some questions here? We got one from Jordan. Again, thanks for writing in. If you want to write in, email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line, podcast question, and then I'll know to put it here on the podcast. Jordan says, hey, Trip, I'm a 28-year-old who has never been in a long-term relationship. I've been in many short-term relationships, but want something more serious. I've never been good at approaching women and rarely approach because I'm too nervous. The one thing I did that works is developed a dapper style where now I have women approaching and giving me compliments. Usually when this happens, I end up just giving them a compliment back. My question is, what should I do if I receive a compliment? How do I turn that into an opportunity to take things further, Jordan? Great question, because I know that a lot of guys don't get that. I personally have rarely gotten that in my life where women have come to take time and go ahead and compliment or approach me. 
And that was one of the reasons why I had to start learning how to approach because I realized I was not getting approached. So the fact that it's happening to you is awesome. This is a good problem. This is so easy now. This is fantastic. This is so easy for you, Jordan. I know that you have anxiety around it, but there's more anxiety around initiating the approach than I would think continuing the conversation, at least in my opinion. So if you receive a compliment, how do you turn that into an opportunity to take things further? All you have to do is continue the conversation with them. And a really good way to do that is just ask where they're from. That's one of my favorite conversation continuers. It's so simple. It's easy to remember. And that's a good way to get conversation going. So you say to them, thank you. So let's say, let's play it out. It's a role play. Girl comes up to you and says, hey, wow, that's a, that's a really cool jacket. You got really great style. I would say, thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, where are you from? And then keep going. Of course, if you're on the spot and you can say something that is more creative and it kind of comes to you, that's fine too. But for a lot of guys, the anxiety gets the best of them and we're not very quick to think on our feet. So it's good to memorize just, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Where are you from? And that continues conversation. You can also do a little tease. And the best way to tease is by throwing a smile in so you can get away with it a little bit more and say, yeah, I know I've been working on my style. Looks like you need to catch up, right? So say that with a smile. Looks like you need to catch up. And then from there, I would go into, where are you from? Just like that. Where are you from? So that's it, Jordan. I hope that helps. I want to make it simple for you. The more simple, the better, and the easier to implement. This next question is from Peyton. Hey, Trip. So a few years ago, I met this girl on a trip. We hit it off, and once the trip ended, it faded away. Four years later, I moved to the city that this girl lives in, and I had zero friends there. She saw I was living there now and hit me up, and we had dinner, and it went very well. We talked slash dated for about two months, and I was really into her. Soon, she started pulling away from me, and she told me that she needed some time away because she had so much going on with school and work and needed to concentrate on that more. I was hurt. We went our separate ways, and it's been a year now since we've seen each other. She still crosses my mind daily. After listening to your podcast over the past year, I learned that I might have been needy at times and was trying to hang out and talk with her way too much because she was one of the only friends I knew there. I would like to see if there's still anything there and maybe give us another chance. What would be the most effective way of hitting her up and seeing if she would like to go out to dinner and talk? And what would be the best way to admit that I was needy and realize that and have changed thanks to you, Peyton? Okay, a lot here. First of all, great lessons. You're probably right. Most women don't just all of a sudden have a lot going on with school and work. Maybe they do, but they love being in a relationship. Their emotions are getting the best of them. So that means that they're, if they're with a guy that is attractive, they're going to be with that guy, even if they get busy with school and work. So I'm glad that you recognize that that was most likely not the truth and that you did something to unattract her, which it sounds like you've learned was neediness. So I just wanted to mention that, that that was good that you understand that. Now, what would be the most effective way of hitting her up? Honestly, the most effective way of hitting her up would be not to hit her up. I know that you don't like that advice and most people don't, but I just believe 
that there are so many women out there that can be with you that will be easier to get into a relationship than the one who put you in the friend zone where you're going to have to do all this work and it's going to take a lot of time. And I question you in terms of why do you think that there's no other women who are as awesome as her, if not better? Or are you just trying to go with her because you don't feel that you can attract more women or be with more women, and that's a self-esteem issue. So you see why there's so many kind of little issues going on there, which is the fact that you want her back. So I want you to think about some of those things, because I think that the absolute number one best thing to do is not try to hit her up and try to work on new women. And now that you understand that neediness is a big factor in unattracting a woman or neutralizing attraction, that can get you to the next level with the new women that you meet. And also that's going to build more confidence. It is very hard to just have a realization and then think that your behavior is just going to change overnight. It rarely does because behaviors take a long time to really, although I know that you're still going to want an answer and you might do it anyways. So I will still give you an answer and you can try to use it and see what comes of it if you absolutely need to. So what would be the most effective way of hitting her up and seeing if she would like to go to dinner and talk? Well, first of all, I wouldn't propose it as let's go to dinner and talk. Women are not going to be able to be convinced that you are attractive. You're trying to treat her like she's a guy and going this logical route. Love how we're coming full circle here with some of the stuff we talked about earlier. So you're trying to be logical with her. Women are not going to respond to logical. Traction isn't logical. David D'Angelo talked about the idea. He's an old dating coach, old dating guru, that attraction is not a choice, which as you know, it's not. I cannot put a woman that you're physically unattracted to and just say a bunch of words to you to convince you that she's attractive. It probably won't work. It's an emotional reaction. So you're not going to be able to convince her. And if you try to convince her that you're not needy, in a weird way, I feel like that's going to almost seem more needy, right? So I wouldn't even put that out there. It seems a little desperate to admit to her that you were needy and that you've changed. It almost, like I said, in this weird way, does and has the opposite effect of what you're trying to do. So we're not going to convince her. We need to have behaviors that show her that you are the most attractive version of yourself and like I said, I don't have an easy answer here to be able to do that because when a woman sees you as someone who is not the attractive version of you, you don't have attractive behaviors, that's not something that you can just show over text or even in one meeting. Behavior and displaying behavior sometimes takes several hours. Again, that's how women, women become attracted through the behavior that's why a guy will see a girl in the street and go, she's pretty, I'd have sex with her. And a woman will see an attractive guy in the street and kind of think that, but not to the extent that a guy would. So what you can do is you can hit her up and you can just see how she's been. And then you can ask her to come hang out with you and your friends and tell her to bring some of her friends. This, I think, would be one of your best ways to do it. So what does this do? For you specifically, for you, Peyton, this shows 
that you are social, that you have friends now. This sub communicates to her that you're not going to be needy because you have other people in your life. And I think that would be important for someone like her to see since it seemed like you were acting the complete opposite. Again, this is going to be hard. She might say no. I mean, of course she might say no. You you know that that's an option. But it might not be very attractive for her to do that. We don't know. It's your best shot. So she could totally just say no or just ghost and not respond at all. But I believe this would be your best bet. All right, let's go to our next question. Looks like it's from Richie. Hey, Trip, Richie here. I'm a big fan, both your audiobook and podcast. They've helped me with self-confidence as well as strategies for meeting and attracting women. Keep up the good work. I want to start my question by saying I think I have developed into a pretty decent conversationalist considering in my childhood slash even high school years, I had a shyness problem. My problem now is that I feel like my conversations with women come off too friendly. I'm not good at sexualizing interactions slash showing my interest in a smooth, non-creepy way or the right way. I wanted to ask you if you have any specific advice for showing interest in a way that generally bodes well with women, as well as any specific action steps slash things to focus on to help me improve at this aspect. I'm 26 years old and live in LA in case this helps. Thanks in advance. Man, this is great. These questions, all coincidentally, are very related to the topic here. So that's fun. So again, Richie, thank you. I appreciate your kind words about the audiobook and podcast. That's awesome. I'm glad that it's helping you. Your problem here is that you're saying you're not good at sexualizing interactions slash showing your interest in a non-creepier right way. So what's the best way to do it? Really the things that I said today the aspects of flirting, the eye contact, and the way that you're going to be a challenge to her, where you're going to communicate to her things that you're looking for in a woman. Here's another example of that. So I personally am really into music. I'm saying this to you. Trip is really into music. And so I would want a woman to also be into music. It's not one of my non-negotiables per se, but If there's a woman in there who's not really into good music, I think that that's going to be just kind of lame. And I know that might sound crazy. Like, well, aren't most women into music? You'd be surprised. There's some people out there who just aren't into music. They like a couple songs, a couple bands, but that's it. So I might say to her, if I'm in conversation, I might say to her, you know, I like a girl who really likes the Beatles. I wonder if that's you. So that's being a challenge because you're going to get her to try to qualify herself to you. And just by saying that and what you like, it is being a challenge because you're not saying that you're going to be with anybody. So that works very well with holding compliments, eye contact, and also just general conversation skills, which Richie, it sounds like you have that. So it sounds like you have that conversation skill down. But I think that you just need to have more of those little flirts in there. I don't need think you need to focus on sexualizing the conversation. Let's not sexualize the conversation. I think that that is really just more advanced and there's way more room for error with sexualizing interactions. Like you almost want to only do that and get 
sexual with her, that would be either by, you know, physical or talking about it. If you're already seeing a lot of signs of interest. So I just wouldn't worry about that for now. And also it doesn't make or break. It's like, you don't have to learn how to be really good at sexualizing interactions. And I know a lot of guys think that, that sexualizing is going to be the opposite of being just really friendly. And that's not necessarily the case. It's just that you have to show more interest and you're going to do it by the ways I was explaining with flirting. Now, also with dominance. So remember that my attraction formula, Ted, D stands for dominance. So you're going to be leading the interaction. So you're not going to let her guide the conversation. You're going to help with guiding the conversation. I even like to do this little flirting tactic that I call the we bubble. So the we bubble means that you're creating this metaphoric bubble around you two, which is as if it's you two, and then the interaction is just between you two, and then the whole world is outside of your bubble. And this helps create a little bit of a connection. And so a technique for the we bubble is talking about something that you two are going to do together, or something where you guys find that you both like or dislike something. So let's use examples for both of those. When you say, let's say that you're talking about the Beatles and she goes, no, 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 I actually love the Beatles. I'm a big fan of that music. And then you can go, oh, that's awesome. Well, listen, you and me rock and everyone else sucks who doesn't like the Beatles. So that's just an example. It's like you're forming this bubble, like it's just you two. And this helps create more connection, more comfort between you two. Now, another thing is, like I said before, that one is is almost saying that you guys are going to be doing something together or planning something, and you can do it in a flirty way. So she says something, you guys have been talking for five minutes, and okay, let's just go back to the Beatles example. And she's like, oh yeah, no, I, I love the Beatles. I listen to stuff. And you say, oh, there's this awesome documentary. Okay, here's what we're going to do on our fourth date together. We're going to cuddle up and we're going to watch this documentary together or something like that, right? So again, you're projecting in the future things that you two are going to do together. So you're saying to her that you want to see her again. You're saying to her subtly and not so overtly that you're interested. And these are great ways to take the interaction to a flirtatious level without coming off creepy and being as smooth as possible. So Richie, hope that helps. Gentlemen, if you want to learn the TED formula, but you're not interested in going as far as getting coaching with myself or one of the trip advice coaches, you can always get my Hooked program that teaches you TED, teaches you how to meet women, teaches you how to build attraction, and teaches you how women think and female nature. That's at getherhooked.com. So you can always check that out if you need more help. But of course, if you need help, that's more one-on-one. Go to coachedbytrip.com. Thank you all for writing in great questions. I got a bunch more that I'm ready to answer, which I will do here on the podcast. If you need any help getting your questions answered, email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line, podcast question, and I will answer them here on the podcast. You guys rock. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Hope your February is going fantastic in 2022. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.